0: I'm 40% podcast. I'm 40% podcast. You know I'm 40% podcast, baby. You know I'm 40% podcast. You know I'm 40% podcast, baby. I'm only 40% go.
1: Welcome to I'm 40% podcast. It's a brand new era. I'm the producer once again. All is right in the world. My name is Nick Sahoya. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of good development since I've been the producer again. Futurama is back. We have some more news on that later in the episode. Um, my host is Jake Monsoon. You already know who she is, but my I am host, much more- My host? That's
2: how you introduce me? My host. My <laughs> wife. <laughs>
1: I, I would love to get mad at you, but I just laugh every time I hear my wife, so I can't. Um, uh, Jinx, I know that you're not the producer anymore and you've been dealing with this power struggle, but I'm going to give you a, a special new job. This is like a cabinet appointment, okay? So you are the secretary of introducing our guest for today. Do you think you can handle that? Can you sure. handle that, little mommy? Yeah, I can do little it. Little baby mom?
2: I can do it. Today, our guest is one of my favorite um, lip-sync artists of the modern era. I forgot to ask them how to pronounce their last name before the show started. (laughs) So please welcome at Julian Cookies, who also has a last name.
3: (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for having me. My last name is Brzezinski. So Julian Cookies. Okay, that's how
2: I... That's how I
1: would have said it. I literally just thought your last name was Cookies, which I thought was cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, it either works. I, I actually, I love Cookies as well. So either works for me.
1: <laughs> well, Julian, I'm sorry that Jinx didn't do her research and learn how to pronounce your name I before. I did my
2: research by following Julian for
1: You're being really classy about it, Julian, and I want to thank you for that. Two years at
2: least <laughs> reposting their content incessantly. Um... Julian, you also recently appeared in Alaska Thunderfuck music video. How, how was that? Was that I, your first time um, being that near a drag queen? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, not being near a drag queen, but being in their music video, which was so, so fun. I had the best time and it was Y2K themed. So um, the <laughs> outfits were um, totally wild and <laughs> my skirt was rising the entire time, but I couldn't be more happy about it. And it was awesome.
2: Your skirt was rising the whole time. Oh, isn't there a trick for uh, hairspray? You're supposed to play, spray hairspray on your thighs. And it keeps it from riding up. That's an old pageant secret.
3: <laughs> yeah, like Miss Congeniality, she <laughs> sprays the butt.
2: Oh, that's not like some secret I knew. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Michael cocaine uh, all taught us that. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh- Oh my god. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you- I got new sounds. I got new sounds. Hey, uh, hey Julian, ask me how I felt about um Jinx's appearance on season 5.
3: Hey, how did you feel about Jinx's appearance on season 5?
1: I have no strong feelings one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, mom? See, when she was producer, we didn't have any fun sounds. Now that I'm the producer, it's a fun show again. No,
2: we just had a natural flow and chemistry and captivating (laughs) conversation topics. Speaking of
1: natural flow, we're going into the news segment. Good
0: news, everyone!
1: (laughs) Futurama is back. Another positive attribute of me being the producer again. It was pretty much a one-to-one. Um... Uh, I think the only thing that pushed it in that direction other than me being producer was that clip of Alaska that we shared on Instagram I did select the timestamps for that. So I do feel We as a group definitely brought back Futurama, but it was mostly me Um, but can we
2: talk about the fucking episode already? But,
1: <laughs> no, we have news. This is what it's like now <laughs> We have news Uh, And much like when Professor says good news, it's not actually good news. John DiMaggio (laughs) is apparently not coming back to the Futurama reboot.
2: (gasps) Is there a reason?
1: I think he's just holding out for more money.
2: (laughs) Holding out for, okay, these were my immediate hypotheses holding out for more money, um, working on something else. Well, I guess he has disenchantment. He's very busy. But, very busy. but then also I thought um, maybe he realizes that it wasn't appropriate for him to voice half of the characters that he voiced. <laughs> and until they rectify that and have a game plan for how they're going to remedy all the white actors
0: <laughs>
2: voicing POC <laughs> characters. I thought maybe it was a, m- a moral thing, but
1: I don't think that's the I case. Don't. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it's a Hank Azaria poo situation. But I love your rosy outlook on life. Um, Thank you, Julian. Would you accept? We haven't even asked what your general opinions on Futurama are. <laughs> but would you accept a Futurama without John DiMaggio, or would it ruin it for
3: you? So I actually had watched only a few before um, watching this episode a while back. So uh revisiting the series was very new to me so <laughs> but i did enjoy him as bender so i would say right now yes i would accept it without him but as my interest peaks i don't know if that could change in the next week or so because i feel like i'm going down right. a futurama hole now that well, I good. started.
2: oh we love being the gateway <laughs> to Futurama. Yeah. We love p- getting people hooked when they least suspect it. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're an adult person who um, watches 90% cartoons. I watch Curb <laughs> yes. Your
1: Enthusiasm and cartoons. That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, broader
1: question. Well, it, has there been a thing in the past where you have accepted a recasting? You're just like, oh, this is a new character. I'm thinking of... Maggie Gyllenhaal in The Dark Knight. She wasn't Katie Holmes anymore, but I was okay with it. Would you accept a new Samantha? If someone else was just Kim Cattrall, would you be okay with it?
3: Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) no.
1: That's a pretty extreme example. I think Samantha is more developed than Rachel Dawes from Batman Begins. But
2: <laughs> I accepted. Um, I accepted the new Becky. I accepted Becky when it went back to Becky O.G.
0: <laughs> on Roseanne? Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and and now um, now that it's the Connors, it's like any. Like uh, what's funny is the alternate Becky appear periodically. Like makes Sarah Chalk periodically makes appearances in the Roseanne universe, suggesting that the whole thing was an alternate timeline. And since we know that much of it was a fantasy in Roseanne's head when she was writing her book, it (laughs) opens the door wide open (laughs) for the (laughs) Becky-verse.
1: Okay.
0: Julian. Yeah, I think
3: think it works sometimes like in... One example is like in Gossip Girl, Blair's mom in the first couple of episodes. That works for me. Like, you know, she didn't really have a, a character arc. But when it's way down the line, I, I would not accept it as well as I like, should just a- kill
1: the character or retire it.
3: Yeah. Or it's, say that they fired them because their book deal <laughs> wasn't working and send them to um, Paris or wherever. Yeah. <laughs> <was that. laughs>
1: i remember in season two of riverdale they recast reggie and he was a different actor but he was still hot so i said
3: i'm going to allow this
1: <laughs> moving on to the episode why Wait, must i have I... more things
2: to say
0: <laughs> i have more
2: things to say about recasting i agree with julian um, that if it's before the character has developed that character, that actor can change like eight times and I wouldn't give a shit. But once that character has an arc, yeah. you better get me an actor. <laughs> Not a featured extra. Um, You better get me someone of like a uh, Jane Krakowski level. <laughs>
1: What if Jane Krakowski was Samantha? Wouldn't you be somewhat okay with that? Yes, I'd watch
2: that. I'd watch that, (laughs)
1: but it would be a different show. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay, getting into the episode. Why must I be a crustacean in love? Julian, you're joining us for a 10 out of 10 episode. Wasn't this so fun? Yes, This is one of my
2: favorite episodes. It was so good.
1: So So. good. And after that fucking Christmas episode, I really needed this. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) there's no cold open.
2: Hold on, Julian. So you've only seen a handful of Futurama before this. Right. Going into it, like, what's your association with Futurama? What memories does it bring up for you?
3: So... I always loved Leela. I can remember. (laughs) I was always the purple, you know, the purple hair with the one eye and the bombshell. I was like, I'm obsessed with her. And that was my one. I remember back when I first watched it, that was my um, my pull. I was like, I need to see the show for them. And um, so coming back into it, I remember them. And that was. Great to see them right at the beginning. But I really did not know anything else and also who the doctor. um, I was trying to figure out what species (laughs) and everything, but it was a great introduction, a great episode to start with again.
2: Well, you do get a lot of information on Zoidberg's um, home planet and the the Dickapodians.
1: Decapodian. They only say it a couple times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um that's why it's one of my favorite episodes. I also think it's very cleverly written um a, a lot of places. Mm-hmm.
1: And um I can't remember. Anyway, go on, Nick, Doesn't Decapod y- mean it has 10 <laughs> legs? Soyberg doesn't have 10 legs. Well, no cold open from the, <laughs> the little caption at the bottom. We get a different one every week. It says, from the network that brought you The Simpsons. I did not think that was very funny. Um, <laughs> coming out of the song, Robo Rooter commercial. It's a robot plumber. Um, mm-hmm. He has a little jingle, which I enjoyed. Bender and Fry are watching TV. The
2: jingle says they'll also help with an impacted bowel, <laughs> implying yes. that this robot will come to your house and, like... Power suction or pressure washer toilet, arm. yeah, <laughs> <His> <laughs> garbage disposal, whatever's going on in your toilet, and also has some sort of technique that that is safe for your <laughs> colon. <laughs>
1: I, I think the implication is that it's not safe. It's just the same device. <laughs> um, Bender and Fry are watching TV. Fry is eating a self microwave your guts. <laughs> Fry is eating a self-microwaving Bavarian cream dog. Yes, a lot going I on have, here.
2: I have qualms with this Bavarian cream <laughs> dog. What does he eat? The button? <laughs> like, what's powering the button to have a, like a light-up function? Is there a battery in this hot dog? Is it all edible?
1: Yeah. Do, are you left with like a pit of a battery, like at the end of eating a peach? There's like a pit at the end. <laughs> He waste this nothing. Did, I think it's just a comment on like the gross microwave snack foods that we as cartoon viewers consume. Uh, Julian, do you have a, a go-to like uh, I don't know if you smoke weed, but uh, do you have a go-to <laughs> cartoon TV that movie night snacks? <laughs>
3: you don't think that mustache smokes weed? <laughs> <laughs> My go-to would probably be cookies. To be honest, that's I'm a big <laughs> oh. s- a sweets person, so I would I would Me go too. directly to that. What kind gonna... of
2: cookies are your favorite? What's your go-to cookie?
3: My favorite would definitely be a Snickerdoodle, like, and I can't—you can't, fi- you can't really find school. them. Yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I like—I like an oatmeal chocolate chip or an oatmeal raisin. Um,
2: Grandma flavors only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: An ice, co- honestly, any kind of cookie, really. I like, to the, like, the oatmeal cream pies, like, the old school stuff, but, like, uh-huh. everything. Those
2: Little Debbie. Little um, Debbie, um, yeah. <laughs> I have a cookie recommendation. This has okay. been my cookie jam right now. Um, I think it's Pepperidge Farms, but it's the Chessman cookies. Comes in the little paper pouch.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, it's a very cookies. boring cookie.
2: They're just butter flavored cookies. I love them so much. If you're I going to admit-
1: Petrid Farm, it's Milano or get the fuck out. That's just me.
2: No, Milanos. People
1: you get are always double talking chocolate. about the Milano. Ooh. <laughs> Delicious. What's up, everyone? It's Tana Mojo, and we're still canceled. Our podcast, Canceled with Tana Mojo, is back, and my favorite
2: clean girl, Brooke Schofield, is by my side. We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn, and bridges we continue to burn. It's going to be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Canceled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts, podcast, Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcast so you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other, laugh at our own lives, and maybe even give you a little advice along the way.
0: Woohoo!
1: Bender is being lazy. He wants another beer. So he hits a button and a robot arm comes out and tries to pour it into his mouth and it misses. And he says, what is this? The Stone Age? Um, And this is all setting up that Fry and Bender are being so lazy because Leela and Amy come in in cool little workout outfits. And they're like, you guys are lazy. Let's go to the gym. Any favorite lines in this moment, Jinx? I think I know which one you liked.
2: (laughs) Bender, (laughs) you're getting such a gut. You're... Flap won't close. And that doesn't even make sense. What's yes. the? What, did you write down the actual line? That was very close.
1: She said door and not flap, but you got pretty I knew close. Was, I knew
2: the second I said flap, I knew it wasn't flap.
1: Uh, they all decided to go to the gym. Zoidberg is especially excited. Uh, Julian, are you a gym gay? Are there any gym gays in your life?
3: Um. Yeah. Definitely gym gays in my life, but I wouldn't say I'm a more of a cardio fitness gay. I I used to teach a hip hop cardio dance class in New York <laughs> City. Really? I, I That's d- the yes. coolest thing
1: I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Called
3: 305 Fitness. It was live. De- so before um quarantine, I was in New York City teaching 305 Wait, Fitness, but it's live. Are
2: supposed to be quarantining. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, sorry, go on.
3: Uh, it was like Jinx has live... been
1: doing a lot of jazzercise in the last two years, I <laughs> which is weird because she didn't before.
3: <laughs> I I love a jazzercise, or it's like got more hardcore Zumba, but there was live DJ, live lights, so it was like basically like you're going to the club and they were like live mixing, and it was basically twerking and all that kind of. So I would if I would be a group fitness guy <laughs> if that's what it was. <laughs> all but I, you know, when I go to the gym, I try try to stay um to the treadmill, but that's not very much these days. So
1: <laughs> treadmill's hard on my knees. I prefer a stationary bike.
3: Mm.
1: Oh yeah. But also, pe- I don't work out ever. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Peloton's Peloton's nice as well. My parents had that, <laughs> so I was doing that over break. But yeah, no, I would say more dancing than anything else. Yeah.
2: I love dancing as exercise, but I only like, I know there's a lot of classes for like hip hop aerobics. And, and I, who's going to do a Fosse like
0: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> exercise Fosse dance class?
2: I want a Fosse workout. I want to be listening to fucking the Hello Dolly soundtrack. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I need like less in your face, like, Club energy exercise yeah. and more like sixty year old woman who's still got exercise.
3: <laughs> I love that. We'll do turn in. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> we'll make it happen. Turn in and like soft um, shell hands, just like <laughs> we're swaying back and forth. Show the platinum uh, card on
0: <laughs> both sides.
1: Jinx, you should just do these videos yourself. It can be your Jane Fonda. You know, I
2: need I actually need the exercise. Like it can't just be a joke.
1: Well it can be about you becoming less inactive. (laughs) It's like a documentary (laughs) at the same time. They go to the new New York Dumbbell Club. Uh, A bunch of hot people are uh, doing treadmills in the window, and there's a sign that says new windowless rooms for ugly exercisers.
0: Um,
1: We get some sight gags as we walk through. There's a creature out of treadmill that's just legs and eyes. Uh, There's a Kegel sizer, and we see uh, a woman clenching her vagina that's just out of frame and lifting hundreds of pounds with it. And then we see a punching bag, but instead it's just a guy getting punched by the bag. What was your favorite of these three?
3: (laughs) Probably the punching bag. <laughs> I actually didn't know she was doing kegel. I just thought she was just like sitting there, and I know she was like closing her eyes, so I thought she was just imagining. But I didn't know if that was it. But I'm enlightened. That's not know. out of
1: the realm of possibility in this show. You just imagine you're exercising, and it happens. Yeah. <laughs> we get. We'll put that in the Futurama reboot. That'll be in, when they go to the gym.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they go to the steam room. Um. Has anyone ever had sex in a steam room?
2: No. no, Never mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the steam wasn't on.
1: Oh, was it Steamworks? <laughs> no. There was a bathhouse, <laughs> Julian, there was a bathhouse in Seattle called Steamworks, and literally the steam was broken for a year and a half, so it was just a big, <laughs> dark place. Dark
2: sex room. And I shared an alley with it the entire time I lived in Seattle. Uh, that was Club Z. Seattle. <laughs> oh, that, you're I right, it was the you're... other bathhouse.
1: <laughs> You've been away from Seattle too long. You're not a real Seattleite anymore. But I'd
2: be on Grinder, and sometimes... No judgment, but sometimes I'd be on Grindr and, and say hi to someone, and I'd be like, what are you up to? And they're like, I've been up for four days.
0: in And I'm like,
2: all right, well, I'm going to play some video games. Good night.
1: Um, Fry says, wow, co-ed steam rooms. I love the future. And Leela says, Fry, you're in the women's steam room, which is funny because it plays with our expectations.
2: What was confronting about this moment is... Um, Seeing Fry's naked body, I realized um, I have the same body proportions as Fry right now—skinny arms and legs, and just like a like a toddler's fat tummy. <laughs> like you know, like how toddlers just have that big round tummy and then skinny little arms and legs. That's my body right now, and Fry's, and we're both redheads,
1: so. <laughs> Um, we have kind of a, a lot of steam jokes off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of steam jokes. We have kind of a fat phobic joke here where ABC's a it's guy in a steam it's box. It's fat phobic. It's just so weird because like I've never seen one of those steam boxes in real life. I've only seen them in cartoons. <laughs> the only <laughs> <existing>
0: cartoons. <laughs> they only exist cartoons.
1: They have like sauna beds now where it's like a sleeping bag that you like get into. But I've never seen one of these steam boxes.
3: <laughs> yeah, never a steam box, but like they have those steam tents that I've seen Ooh. that like you like pop up yourself and your like neck up is like that. But never like <laughs> an actual nice. box. Yeah, I mean I would I would try it, definitely.
2: What's your relationship to
3: steam, Julian? <laughs> um we only meet really when, when I take a hot shower. But <laughs> I've been Or when I, I I used to rely on it a lot when I was in um, school for music theater, but other than that, not, not, not much. (laughs) (laughs) It was very like, uh, I'm on vocal rest, like, I need to steam, I need to steam.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dr. Zoidberg is lifting weights and he becomes enraged. Um, a fin comes out of his head and, uh, he wants more and more weight and then he starts attacking everybody. That's a Um,
2: dorsal fin, by the way. See, I don't think
1: lobsters have (laughs) fins.
2: This is why I don't think he's a crab or a lobster. I think he's just (laughs) a weird creature. He's a a completely made-up race, and we need to stop, like, (laughs) trying to analyze it. Uh, trying to make it fit into boxes that we understand. (laughs) It's about more than just lobster and crab, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When we go to the planet, all the other lobsters have that fin, right? That little jazz on their head? (laughs) The little jazz, yeah.
3: I think the... They say mud, something about mud insect maybe later on. They call on. them a mud
1: insect for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, or no, they call Edna mud insect.
3: Yeah, sh- something like the Lady
1: Zoidberg. We'll get I into it. I just think
2: they're an amalgam of all c- crustaceous life. <laughs> we know they're a crustacean because the title said so. Mm. So it's an alien race that shares. Crustaceous qualities with many (laughs) Earth creatures, but it cannot be defined. They cannot be defined by Earth standards.
0: And I think now I
2: think we can close the book on what Zoidberg is.
1: They have brought Zoidberg back to the (laughs)
2: evidence.
1: They have brought Zoidberg back to Planet Express, and they have contained him by putting little rubber bands on his claws. Leela has a funny line where she says I don't know why Zoc- Dr. Zoidberg is acting like this Out of all of us he always seemed the most normal Which I thought was funny
2: <laughs> That's probably my favorite line Of the episode
3: <laughs> I love um, she said Fool me uh, oh yeah, Fool, Amy. Fool me seven times <laughs> Shame on you, fool me eight times. Shame on me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, there's this running gag where Doctor Zoidberg keeps like politely asking for Amy to remove the, <laughs> the claw bands, and Amy is chopped to pieces. Her tracksuit is in tatters. <laughs> She's bleeding, and she still has not learned her lesson. But she
2: keeps falling for it. This this. Amy is going for a doctorate. (laughs) Like, anytime they make Amy be really, really dumb, I just remind myself that the only reason she's there is because she's, like, an undergrad student studying to become a professor, like the professor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, but the professor is only smart at science. He's dumb at everything else. And Amy seems much smarter than him as far as, like, street smarts go.
2: Yeah. She's also very wealthy. That helps. So we end up on the planet. (laughs) What did I skip? Well, why are we going to the planet? Why are we going to the planet? Because Zoidberg is full of male um, jelly. Jelly. And he's got to go deposit it into the cloaca or the clutch of some other (laughs) 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 crustaceous
1: lady monster. (laughs) so they um, gotta go
2: to his home planet
1: of all the things we julian on the show we talk a lot about why these co-workers hang out with each other when they do these things and i think this one is the most boundary breaking <laughs> inappropriate like if my co-worker was going to a different country or a faraway beach to fuck his brains out i would just be like Go right ahead. And also, yeah. you, I didn't
3: need to know. <laughs> Enjoy but, yourself, but maybe not watch them <laughs> take a seat on the beach and watch them as they do it. <laughs> there's,
2: there's like an episode of Star Trek Voyager, uh, basically exactly like this, where one of the Romulans or the... Um, <laughs> What's the other one? The Romulans Klingon? and no, not on. No, no, the ones that look like the Romulans, but they're their own thing. <laughs> I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Anyway, they gotta help this this crewmate get laid, or he's gonna go crazy. <laughs> I really think this is a send up to like just the Star Trek scenarios where it's like. Your coworker is gonna explode if they don't explode, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I had a I don't know. I just don't want to be thinking about my co-worker's balls and like how full of sperm they are, because I feel like that's what this is an equivalent of.
2: <laughs> you choose now. <laughs> do, do, do not want that in your life?
1: Well, I mean, when I was a stand-up, I did mostly know how much sperm was in my friend's balls because it's all people talk about on stage. Um, they get to the planet. It's all people talk <laughs> We get to the planet. We meet another mm-hmm. um, Zoidberg crab monster, and he says... Welcome back, Doctor. (laughs) And Fry says, oh, is that how you pronounce Zoidberg? (laughs) And he runs away crying. You didn't have to point out his speech impediment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Zoidberg is already much more calm because he thinks he's about to get laid, which I I can relate to. Um, And he exposits that there is no love on his planet, only (laughs) desire for mating, which I can also relate to. It's yes. kind of like New York, right? <laughs> yeah, <Guy> and L.A. <laughs>
2: oh, L.A. <laughs> Grinder in L.A. is one of the most confronting
0: <laughs> things
2: <laughs> you will ever experience as a queer person. <laughs> it is a soul-searching. You have to be at peace with yourself before yeah. <laughs> you go on to grinder in L.A. You have to have your cards in order.
1: <laughs> grinder in Portland, you can just be like, hey, you want to come over and help me move my couch? And they'll just come and help you. Like, it's literally just <laughs> Craigslist, but like, not the personal section of Craigslist. It's just like, hey, we're neighbors, let's chat. Here it's like... How can I mm, control you from my apartment? I feel like, <laughs>
2: don't you? <laughs> I just know that unless you're over six foot four and have over six abs, <laughs> you might not as well go on grinding, um in L.A. Now, like, um, K-Town was a different
1: experience.
2: <laughs> yes, I stayed at my place you. in K-Town.
1: Where do, do you live in L.A., Julian?
3: Yeah, I do. I actually just moved here in May.
1: Where do you, What part of town, if you don't mind saying, on the pod?
3: Yeah, I live in West Hollywood.
1: Oh, okay. See, yeah. now that's the there, epicenter of Grindr in L.A.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, are there gay guys here? Mm, not really. I haven't met mm. many. <laughs> well, it'll just happen kidding. for you. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, uh, Jinx. Uh, share your K Town grinder thoughts because I'm curious what your experience was like. I don't know.
2: Like. I can't even really remember. You said it was a different story. Okay, it was. Well, this- it was just less. It was okay. The, uh, this is like how <laughs> if I had a map, I would um have uh, like areas where it's more concentrated mask for mask, and then areas mm. where it's more like. Uh, you know, BYOB. <laughs> Bring your own pussy. <laughs> I couldn't think of. it. But What's the mean? opposite of mask for mask? Femme uh, for femme? I don't know. No, you know, like the opposite of uh, fucking uh, Just sexual non-toxic? rigidity. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I could go Dr. on. Doctor Zoidberg. But this goes is, to a, is a drama podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dr zoidberg goes to a tide pool um it's the tide pool he grew up in he says who's the tough guy now vinny and he eats vinny <laughs> and my question is why is zoidberg a full-grown thing and vinny <laughs> all these years Obviously, later is so These so small two
2: different creatures have different life cycles
1: okay i guess i'm an <laughs> idiot
2: well, I mean, we've seen with all the different, like, oozits and gagoos around this. Like, Kiff started life as a larva. He's a series of um, gas filled sacks. You know, uh, Zoidberg is ever changing what his origins are. Like, I don't need to know what Vinny is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Julian, now that you're a uh, world-renowned uh, lip-sync uh, star, have you ever gone back to your hometown and pulled a Zoidberg and,
2: <laughs> and eaten, maybe not
1: actually <laughs> eaten, <laughs> eaten someone? But,
3: your like... <laughs> <bully>. You ever <laughs> fucked uh, your bully, Julian? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't just because... I'm not saying I I would, but not saying I wouldn't either, but this all started <laughs> during... Fuck
2: your bully? Or? Well... <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe
2: there's some bullies of mine I'd fuck. (laughs) Yeah,
3: personal growth—I believe in it, you know. (laughs) But I also haven't, um, just because this all kind of started in quarantine, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So traveling and stuff has been. So
1: you're like a season thirteen Drag Race girl. (laughs) You haven't, you haven't yet gotten to tour on your (laughs) face. Yeah,
3: yeah, very much that.
1: Um, we go by a coliseum, and, uh, Zoeyberg explains <laughs> that claw-plock happens there, which I, I had never known how to spell, but I watched it on, um, <laughs> I watched it with subtitles on, so I finally knew how. I, for some reason, always thought it had, like, a ch at the end, like an A-U-C-H, you know? Claw-plock. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just... Anyway, it's where they fight to the death <laughs> <laughs> over matters of honor and whether uh, abbreviations count in Scrabble or not. Um, they don't. So they finally... They don't. And by the way, they don't. Um, so you go to, they go to the beach to cruise, basically. Um, anyone ever fuck on the beach?
2: Too much sand.
3: <laughs> I attempted once, but I think it was maybe the sand. It was... uncomfortable (laughs) I didn't follow through with that one
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah me neither um
2: you'd have to have such a network of blankets Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) no you just accept that you're gonna get some sand in your teeth and you accept that there's gonna be a weird man in the bushes like in this (laughs) episode (laughs) who will be watching you and you just do your thing Anyway. I wonder
2: if it could become a pearl. <laughs> what? If you put the like, sand in someone? Like if I got some sand inside of me, <laughs> do you think it would become a pearl? Like I don't know
1: enough about oysters. how pearls are made, but I guess that's it, right? <laughs>
2: that's how it, a, a one grain of sand gets into the mouth of like an oyster or a clam or something. And then it continually coats this one grain
1: of sand with its goo until That's a what pearl. a pearl is? Yes <laughs> You didn't know that I don't know. I guess I knew that in the abstract but saying it out loud it's like why are you putting that on your neck?
3: Oh I don't think I knew that but I was gonna say maybe <laughs> if there was enough um passion and electricity there'd be glass for it. <laughs> because, yeah. You know the lightning into the sand is glass. <laughs> So, or maybe that's just um, Sweet Home Alabama. I'm not sure, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take that for what it is and
1: say it is. Julian, are those real pearls that you're wearing?
3: Oh, I don't think these are grains of sand, babes. Otherwise, I would start barfing because I know what they are now. (laughs) me too i should i rip it off and actually throw it away. Ah! <laughs>
1: do you ever clutch at them when you're feeling upset about something
3: <laughs> um i actually got this yesterday so i don't i haven't been too upset in the past 24 hours but lo- things could change
2: <laughs> i love how most of our questions uh, for you get answered with Well, this just started about three hours ago, so actually, I can't uh, answer that question. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Zoidberg comes out of a tent, and he's covered himself in seaweed and stuff. He says, how do I look? And then Fry says, like, whale barf, and Zoidberg says, then the illusion is complete. (laughs) And then he stands Uh, on a mound of dirt and screams. And this was the part that I thought was most like Grindr.
2: This is the most like
1: Grindr. (laughs) Just like you
2: build a little dirt, uh, a little mound of shit to stand on, and then you scream into the void until someone goes, "Ah, you got something I want." (laughs) And then you walk off together. Futurama probably in this episode laid out the b- blueprint for Grinder. You know, like oh,
0: <laughs> they <laughs> invented it.
2: Some horny mo in the late in the early 2000s was watching this. and was like that gives me an idea.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one has any interest in Zoidberg, but all the other lobsters on the beach find a mate. Mm, poor Zoidberg. Sad. Have you ever gone out with your friends and everyone gets laid except for you? I think we've uh, all been
3: there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I made now, sure no one else got laid that <laughs>
3: night. <laughs> now, That's that one true. I can answer um, <laughs> <laughs> correctly. Yes, that has happened before. <laughs> but just last night. Yeah, right. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs>
1: Um, Edna, a a hot lady lobster creature, comes up. (laughs) Is it Edna or
2: is it Inedna? Inedna?
1: It's Edna. Edna, What are you talking about? It's
2: Edna, but everyone has such a thick dialect that it kind of sounds like (laughs) Inedna.
1: No, you're you're thinking of... You're thinking of Unda Unda, the Omicronian.
2: No, I'm thinking of when, when the like, uh, when the chief or the king or whoever, when the you know the Grandmaster, the
1: Emperor guy, yeah. the, the
2: Grandmaster Lobster. Um, he always says her name like inna <laughs> It's it's like Edna. There's an extra um, syllable in there, snuck in no, there.
1: it's just Edna. Um. <laughs> Julian, what did you hear?
3: (laughs) I I think I heard Edna. Thank you. You To each their own. For injecting some sanity (laughs) into this podcast. (laughs) Um,
1: So we we get some exposition. (laughs) They knew each other when they were young, maybe in the tide pool. Um, But uh, even though Dr. Zoidberg has gone on to be a doctor, she has no interest in him. She's like, no, thank you.
2: Because she has the very most eggs, so she owes it to their planet Mm -hmm. to get with a man
1: who's just stuffed with male jelly (laughs) (laughs) um so the the, dr zoe very sad about this uh and they go back to they're on the ship i guess they're hanging out in the quarters and fry's giving advice and he says Look, if you want to score, you just got to fake that you're in love. Just look her in the eyes, start to cry and say, I've never been so happy. And then Leela says,
2: That doesn't work. Um, have uh, guys ever done that to you, Leela? Wait a second. They've all been doing that to me. <laughs> Even Sean. <laughs> Leela has a complete breakdown as Fry reveals the secrets of male dating um,
1: to Zoidberg. But
2: also, what the fuck does Fry know? Fry never has no one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fry Strix is the kind of guy who can get one date. Because he has some hookups. How often?
2: That was a really I don't radiator, know remember Nick? when they go
1: to the I know, but remember when they go to the hip joint for the first time and he has a bender I guess bender he does to, go off with. He can get but then they find out that he sucks and they don't there's no second date. That's my theory. Okay. You want to fuck him. Why are you surprised? <laughs> Julian, this is a this is a little bit presumptuous. We we normally do this question at the end, but was there yeah. any of these cartoon characters that you were sexually attracted to? <laughs>
2: That's not the way you ask that
1: question. <laughs> when, I'm just rephrasing it.
3: That's when chicks ask episode. You gotta, every you gotta episode. hit him
2: with some zazz. <laughs> I
3: thought I, I think he could get a date. I think he was a pretty good looking. He he would be my choice probably. Fry. Okay, fair. Fry, yeah, and Leila. Yeah.
1: You could be the Not, special third. That's the best three way situation is when you're the you're the outsider with the couple. The gu-
3: yeah, the guest star. It's the, the best. best. Starring role, yeah.
2: I agree with Latrice. The more I think of it, I'm like, yeah, I like Leela would have to be the top. I would be Leela's sub, um, <laughs> soy boy, cuck, beta. <laughs> is that the term the kids are using? <laughs>
3: Um, I haven't heard of that one.
1: <laughs> Jinx attempts to use slang a lot. <laughs> and, um, it, mixed results.
2: <laughs> I heard that somewhere. Soy boy beta cuck. Anyway. I think of, like,
1: I think of Jenna Maroney speaking of Jane Krakowski from earlier when she's like, Okay, guys, are we calabunga about this? That's like Jinx. <laughs> um, <laughs> We entered the Cyrano parody of uh, the episode. Um, it's a Cyrano parody for a while. De
0: Julian, Bergerac. are you familiar?
1: De Bergerac. De- Cyr- I Cyrano called Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, are you familiar yeah. with Cyrano? No. It's starring Peter Dinklage, and you can go see it in theaters right now. <laughs> It's, um, it's about it, you. Tell it. You, you're more theory. The movie
2: than me. Roxanne is is like based off of it, but basically it's like also the
1: movie The Truth About Cats and Dogs. It's also, based on like Cyrano. half h-
2: half all all of the <laughs> love movies ever made are based on Cyrano de Bergerac, and it's kind of a thing. In that The Truth every... About
1: Cats and Dogs, guess who's Cyrano?
2: <laughs> we haven't even told Julian the plot yet. Let's <laughs> not diverge. It's fucking Janine Garofalo, I know it's Janine
0: Garofalo!
2: (laughs) But it's about, like, there's this hot woman and then this hot dude, and he's in love with the hot woman, but he doesn't know how to talk to her. So this guy with, like, a funny nose fills him with what to say to woo this woman, and she falls in love with the words that are being said to her, thinking they're coming from this hot dude, but eventually realizes that they've all been coming from Cyrano, with the funky nose Mm. but the nose is like up for interpretation (laughs) (laughs) like some some productions he has like a pinocchio nose and some productions he's just a normal person and they're like that nose nose is is ugly (laughs) (laughs) it's just all in everyone's head it's a lot of gaslighting
1: (laughs) i identify with cyrano for obvious reasons um so, Zoidberg, he can't handle this, he can't handle this dating. He doesn't know anything about love. So, as we mentioned before, um, Fry tells him the words to say. He goes outside of Edna's apartment and he throws the octopus at her window. And this is also from Cyrano with the fucking balcony, right? Anyway. Fries hiding under a Famous seashell. balcony
2: scene of Cyrano. De
1: Bergerac. <laughs> I'm ninety percent sure there's a fucking balcony in it. <laughs>
2: Roseanne did an episode where, oh my god, this is so meta. <laughs> so much Where Jackie sandbag. is playing um um uh, the the lady, maybe her name's Roxanne in <laughs> Cyrano de Bergerac, um, but she forgets all her lines, so she has Roseanne feeding her lines to her on stage. Well, the character character Cyrano is having his lines fed to him by the other character. It's all very funny. This is real. This That's is wild. an episode of Roseanne. So it's real. <laughs> Every sitcom does a Cyrano bit at some point. It like it's obligatory.
1: Um, Bryce says, <laughs> ask her about her day, and she says, well, first I got up, and then I had a piece of toast, and then I brushed my teeth. <laughs> then
2: I went and to the market and got I some fish. that's something I say all the time.
1: Yeah, all. you do quote this a lot. <clears throat> so I got up, and I had a piece of toast, and I brushed my teeth. <laughs> Um, Through
2: Fry's um, human um, dating techniques, Zoidberg actually starts to woo Edna. um, And she says something like, when you say these things to me, I suddenly don't care about how inferior your genes are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which I guess is true for humans, too. I'll overlook a lot of things for a big dick, let's be honest.
1: Julian, are there any qualities in uh, a partner that you could like maybe overlook if there's not an immediate physical attraction? Is there something that could win you over, something personality um, or dick yeah. wise?
3: <laughs> yeah, the dick definitely helps, but I would say <laughs> I would definitely say if they are kind and can have banter, like just can make jokes too. That helps.
2: Banter, banter's. A very good point, you know, yeah. like, of course, I'll ignore some red flags for a giant dick, but <laughs> I'll overlook everything if they can, like, you know, keep up with me. <laughs>
3: yeah. And remember, if, if they can have a good memory, like, if you tell them something, not necessarily everything needs to be remembered, but, like, down it's not the same questions over and over again oh that's true because they're
2: actually paying attention
3: listening yes
2: (laughs) (laughs) what a concept (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which takes us back to the episode because Fry is um, coaching Zoidberg not just to tune out the other person and just say whatever you need to say (laughs) to get into her clutch of eggs they all end up at dinner together and Leela says one of my favorite lines (laughs) Leela reveals to Edna that it's Fry who's been, um, you know, filling Zoidberg with what to say. And Edna has a quick change of character when she, where she's like, maybe she's in love with Fry. And she goes, you mean Fry said all of these beautiful words? And Leela goes, yeah, no. Wait, what? Like, because she's realizing that Edna, like, is falling for it. And then she goes... Forget about Fry. Swadeberg's a, a doctor. A doctor, honey.
0: The <laughs> um,
2: oh, way they wrote that line was so perfect. A doctor. Honey.
1: <laughs> uh, Edna beckons Fry to her apartment by writing a message on a fish. And Fry goes to her apartment and she's kind of serving an Eartha kit vibe. And she's trying to seduce him. (laughs) She starts making out with him. He's not into it. But while she's sucking on his face, Dr. Zoidberg walks in and challenges him to claw clock.
2: <laughs> Call back. Oh, foreshadowing from earlier.
1: It's a well-written show. <laughs> um, we now enter the Star Trek parody because there's like seven episodes of the original Star Trek series where like Spock and Kirk have to fight for the death for some reason. Um, how do we favorite- feel about... <laughs> Let's bit general thoughts on this scene, because there's a lot of good stuff here.
2: I've never seen the original um like Star Trek scene that this is a parody of, but like every sci-fi comedy show parodies this. And the way they really always like hit the nail on the head is with the th- song that plays. It always yes. makes them- a <laughs> It's a very crucial feature in the parody. And I love the way they did it in this one because they said, all rise for the national anthem. (laughs) And it's like...
1: (laughs) Julian,
3: are you a Star Trek person? Do you enjoy Star Trek? I've seen the newer movies, but... (laughs) the pines. My, yeah, yeah, those ones. The Kelvin did, Universe. Yes, I did look up the song though cuz I after I watched I I looked up. I was I was doing my research on the episode and I I did find that the the song was uh from Star Trek or like shattering the battle scenes of Star Trek. Well, when you start up your exercise
1: class again, you could have that be the song. Yes. Just we'll, for an we'll, hour. <laughs>
3: we'll, we'll have a variety of music in this new class, because we'll have Fosse, <laughs> we'll have Star Trek,
0: <laughs>
2: and
1: I like the part where uh, uh, the emperor guy, he's like, Edna, do you have anything to say before Klaplock? And she says, I do. Uh, Today I woke up and I had a piece of toast and I brushed my teeth. Um, She had the exact same day. uh, Also, Bender is taking bets against Fry, which is like, I think this is the right level of Bender being a sociopath because sometimes he's actively trying to murder people. In this one, he seems just unable to compute that it would be a big favor to ask of Fry for him to die <laughs> at the hands of his friend in order but there's to. Also How like... much is Bender making? By the way, it does look like earth money. It looks like green money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I also have this question of like, when Bender's being that awful, do, it does it, like, is it a bit? Like, do the people in is Bender's like. <laughs> Do the people in Bender's life know that he's like, he wouldn't ever let them actually die? Because he has a lot of opportunities to actually let Fry die, and he never does. So I have to imagine if um, Bender's saying, like, take a dive, he's got some kind of plan to come in and like swoop in and save Fry because something always triggers in him where he ends up doing the right thing. I don't know. It's like latent empathy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't believe it. Um, (laughs) Another good moment. Uh, The emperor says, Fry, having guessed which animal I was thinking of, you shall have first pick of weapon. (laughs) And I just love that this was, they didn't flip a coin. I just, it's a great joke because then all of a sudden you get to imagine the scene of Dr. Zoidberg and Fry guessing animals for, I don't know, an hour until Fry got the right one.
2: Were they given clues? I'm going to start, I'm going to start making like the people in my life. If I have to come to a decision, I'm going to make them guess what animal I'm thinking of.
1: Also, they're on a different planet with different animals. (laughs) It's like (laughs) why did he pick an earth animal? How
2: how long was this animal guessing game?
1: Mm. He picks a big crab cracker as the punchline to that joke.
2: (laughs) But they call
0: it they
2: call it 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 a walnut cracker. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> Are you supposed to? Because I have had crab
0: once you or can twice use in my the past. the same
2: thing. You know, it's all fucking ugh, capitalism. But <laughs> you can essentially <laughs> use the same thing, but they do market them as separate things. You, Julian, can't, you, you can't use a crab cracker. T- in, depending on how it's shaped you can't use that to open nuts but you can generally use a nutcracker to open crab
1: <laughs> that's funny because when i want to open my crab i get my little wooden toy soldier and i put the crab in there and i chomp down julian when's the last time you treated yourself to some delicious crab
3: <laughs> <laughs> just last night Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually can't remember I don't know if I've had much crab. Maybe last time I had sushi, but I don't think I was, you know, there was no cracking in that. That
0: that ain't crab. <laughs> hey, you can get a
1: real crab
3: roll. A imitation cra- yeah, crab <laughs> yeah, imita- <laughs> crab
2: Um I keep realizing I want to know, but I mean you don't have to tell me, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> it's if you're comfortable saying but how old are you?
3: I'm 27 mm,
2: okay okay okay
3: <laughs> I what was like I, co- do for I you, couldn't Jakes? tell <laughs> no
2: I couldn't tell if you were like um, Nick and I are both 34 so I couldn't tell if we were all raised at the same time or just very <laughs> near each other <laughs> Trust me, you'll hit your crab phase in life and it's got <laughs> open doors you've never imagined. I had crab just like last week for my friend's birthday. It was all they wanted for their birthday was crab. <laughs> So you have lots to look forward to in your 30s. <laughs> I'm
3: excited. <laughs>
0: um,
1: they're fighting. It's really brutal. I don't like it. Uh, makes me sad to see them fight. Fry yeah. has Zoidberg in a kill position. He's ready to crack his skull. And it's really, it's scary. You can see Dr. Zoidberg's head like bulging. Um, but he collects himself and he gives a speech about friendship, which is interrupted by Zoidberg chopping off his arm. <laughs> <laughs> so then Fry beats him with his own arm, which is pretty funny. <laughs> you
2: bastard! Uh, <laughs> I do like that part a lot. Um, while they are fighting and reconciling um, uh, they you know they settle their differences they agree they're not gonna fight over Edna anymore um everything's fine but then they turn around and everyone's gone because <laughs> the orgy has begun. Zoidberg misses out on having sex anyway even even considering all the trials and tribulations he's been through and edna goes off with the chief
1: yes and Um, he had he had been celibate for dozens of years he said there was some exposition earlier so he broke it to bang edna
2: (laughs) which you know like um for some reason i got the sense oh It's because everyone dies. After they have the sex, they're all dead. I was going to say, I can't remember why there's like some sense of immediacy. Like when Zoidberg gets all horny, it's like, it seems like he needs to do something about it or he'll miss out on it for the rest of his life. Well, really what it is, is just that this like mating cycle has come to an end and they're all going to be dead. So he's either going to have to go for someone younger <laughs> in the future or maybe give up on dating people from his planet. I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: we do see in the uh, episode many, many episodes from now, he kind of settles down with someone and it is not a crab monster. So that's a little hint for y'all. Yeah. Slash it's not spoiler. a great episode either. I like that episode. I actually really like that episode. You're it's
2: wrong. a good episode. It's just You're wrong,
1: Jinx. Oh, You know what I best. need to add on here? There's a really funny part of uh, when you're doing the sugar babies dance where uh, Roxy Andrews says, you're wrong, Jinx. I'm going to add that to the soundboard for the next episode. <laughs> so just wow. imagine it's there for now. You just don't give a shit about
2: just... Um, incorporating my trauma into your just big, soundboard just
1: a big roxy <laughs> andrews fan uh, you, were,
3: you were trying not <laughs> to hit her i i understand you're <laughs> wrong <Jakes>. uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got her <laughs> um they are walking back to the ship uh Dr. Zoiberg says, "How will I get rid of my male jelly now?" And Fry says, "I'll loan you this. It offers him his right arm, which is funny.
2: <laughs> I can't believe they got away with it at I think this it's- time
1: obscure enough of a you, you got to do some leaps there i mean
2: it's clearly going over the heads of anyone who doesn't you know know about jacking off but anyone who has even the
0: anyone slightest who know about it.
2: notion <laughs> i didn't know about it until i did it and even then i was confused <laughs> like,
0: what? What, is, what is? i this? had a, <laughs> i had
2: heard the words but no one had shown me what the words meant yet <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. teachers, the health teacher had said, uh, "Masturbation," and I was like, "I get it. Masturbations when you give yourself an orgasm." And these were all <laughs> words that just didn't mean anything to me yet because I had yet to witness them.
1: <laughs> Back on the ship, uh, <laughs> Zoidberg is reattaching Fry's arm. Uh, They're friends again but he does a bad job because he puts Fry's arm on the wrong side and Fry very politely asks if he could do it different. And then over <laughs> over the black of the credits, we hear him chopping off his legs and then seemingly his head. And I had the captions on, as I mentioned before, and when his head falls off, it just said moist thud (laughs) which i guess is the sound of his bloody neck stump hitting the ground (laughs) moist thud
2: um yeah they really play fast and loose on the planet express ship um julian you mentioned at the top of the episode that this might have begun a futurama hole for you do you think you're going to revisit futurama are you going to binge it from from this day forward
3: I definitely think I'm going to go back. I need to get all the backstory as well as move (laughs) forward as well and see Dr. Zoidberg's um, love interest as well. I'm very happy that he finds somebody.
1: Well, he's kind of the punching bag for the whole series. So I feel like that episode was just to be like, hey, let's be nice to Zoidberg for once.
2: In the final season, they really do
1: a good job of like putting bows on everything. (laughs) I Do you think that. that in the reboot um Dr. Zoidberg's uh, wife will die on a Peloton in the first episode? <laughs> <Shut> up, <laughs> shut
2: up. What were you going to say Julian before I interrupted to talk about bows?
3: <laughs> no, I was just going to say going back to the beginning as well. You know how they the male jelly was in his <laughs> butt, right? So in the beginning in, the, in in the jingle when they're saying you can clean your bowels oh. out.
1: Oh my god. Maybe that's it was why a solution.
3: That's what the that was a foreshadow because he needed to get, you know, cleaned out. Or <laughs> so that explode. robot's gonna. S- s- I don't know something in that. Send its
1: garbage disposal arm up Zoidberg's rump. Well, it's kind of like um, <laughs> fucking the plumber, which is a trope from you know '50s housewives. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, it yeah. Totally doesn't happen in real life.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, Julian, uh, well, Jinx, you're the secretary of introducing our our guests. Um So why don't you go ahead and ask Julian the, the 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 questions that we always ask all of our guests?
2: Well, we already asked one. We'll do the other you, you one. Would, you would problem solve
1: critically you think.
2: Would, oh my god, you would bang Fry. Yes. Is yeah. there anyone else you would bang in the episode, Leela? Anyone else um, from your from whatever knowledge you have of Futurama? It doesn't have to be contained to this episode. Who would you most have sex with?
3: <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I would say Fry would be number one, but you know if. Depending on the mental state, Zoidberg, you know, he's down on his luck. Maybe if he was kind and you know, sweet and listen, pity
2: fuck Zoidberg.
3: (laughs) I I feel bad for him right now. I gotta keep watching to see, but at this moment, you know, I'm, you know, but I don't want to kill him though either. So maybe Um, I would hold that off. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Fry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um. See, when they talk about Zoidberg stink glands and stuff, mm. it's like, what does that... Does it smell like rotting fish? That's what I'm Probably. guessing it smells yeah. like. Because I'm sure the gays watching this uh, show, when they hear about the stink, they like turn to their partner and like, I don't know, I kind of like it when you stink. <laughs> stink at the beach.
1: <laughs> Julian, did you know Jinx was from Portland? Did you need confirmation? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what character do you most identify with, Julian? <laughs>
3: um, I would say probably Leela as a wingman for your friends as you know trying to do the best but also in in that journey realizing that maybe those things are happening to you as well and you just haven't been as clear into it so giving giving good advice but then realizing maybe you need to take that advice too and reevaluate some things in your life but also just looking gorge (laughs) <laughs> in purple
2: <laughs> Do you think you will um, Lip sync to some Futurama um, <gasps> Ooh, After
3: yay, this yay.
1: Do it do it do it
3: Yes I would love to I I, I have found a real love for um, Bringing animation to The Live action I a- love your Bob's
2: Burgers recreations When you
1: play you. all the characters <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Jinx what, um, what scene do you think he should do Let's help him narrow it yeah, down tell me- a little
2: mm uh, mm, I mean, there's my favorite scene when um they're all around the campfire telling scary stories and <gasps> Leela has Ooh, yeah, Leela has my favorite line um of the whole series and when she says, find Mister Know It All, about something finally.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> Fry knows a lot about ghost stories. This is in um, the episode where the buggalo roam. <laughs> <So> <laughs> where the buggalo roam, you can find it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's also one where Fry um, says um, says the story of the grasshopper and the octopus. That's a <gasps> <weird word. laughs> that one's very funny. Yeah. Um, for all our viewers and listeners, um, Julian. Brzezinski. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Julian, Julian Brzezinski, um, at Julian Cookies does hilarious, amazing, um, lip sync videos on uh, Instagram, and I'm guessing TikTok.
3: Yes,
1: TikTok as well. <laughs> but it is on Jinx TikTok. Jinx isn't it's... on TikTok because she's 34. I don't know if you remember her mentioning
3: that <laughs> TikTok. It is Julian Brzezinski. Okay. Um, okay. So, but Julian Cookies is Instagram as well.
2: And you've begun doing um, full-length digital shows. You have one today, but this isn't airing on the day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this isn't live, so we... It would be a moot point to promote that one <laughs> but um if you follow Julian um at all those social places we mentioned you'll be able to um be in the know for future digital shows do you have more planned have you enjoyed like going from from um little tiny videos to like um doing a full length show
3: <laughs> I I really loved that I did one back in june um Mm. which was my first time doing it which was a great learning experience and then this one is completely much longer has a storyline and i'm very excited because i learned many new things and got to put a little bit more well I was going to say a little bit more me into it, but I play every single character and everything. So <laughs> <laughs> it's fully me. But, it, um,
2: what it's missing is more <laughs> me. Me! Hey, <laughs> your mom makes frequent appearances as well.
3: <laughs> she does. And she is a co-star in the show tonight as well. So <laughs> I, I actually was in Colorado making the show because my parents moved. And I just had more space there rather than the apartment. So I went home for the holidays. And started there, but I really enjoyed it, and I I can't wait to make more. But I definitely am taking a break because an hour and a half from scratch was <laughs> um, a lot. But you know, I continue to do it daily on socials as well, so it's been amazing. Julian,
1: well, I- what's it what's it like working with your mom? Is it as awful <laughs> as it is for me? <laughs> I
3: she's my best friend and oh, like that nice. Biggest inspiration. So it is a dream come true to spend as much time with her as possible. Oh yay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I was going to say one of the things that like um I think keeps me hooked to your content is you the the movies and TV shows and stuff that you're referencing is just so perfectly curated to what I wanna see. Um I don't know if I am your target demo but uh, like it's definitely resonating with me. Buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. I'm a huge fan.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much. That means the world. I'm a huge fan as well. So of it means what? the world. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to I'm 40% podcast. We're in a new era. Jinx isn't in charge anymore. Everything's great. Everything's good. Julian, thank you so Jinx. Julian, thank you so much for being on the show. You're a delight. I'm sorry you had to put up with my mom. Uh thank you so much. Everyone go follow Julian. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.
0: Wa-pao, wa-pao, wa-pao,